0: Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 27. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for today's episode can be found at 41more.com forward slash 27. This episode is brought to you by my free online workshop called 10 Truths to Crush Homeschool Burnout. You can get access if you go to 41more.com forward slash burnout. So this is episode number 27. And today we're going to chat about finding time for it all as homeschool moms, because we know we have the homeschool responsibility on us, but that doesn't mean we don't also have to do the grocery shopping, the laundry, the chores, keeping up the house, probably other things, maybe working on the side. We have a lot on our plates. And I've been keeping track of when I see homeschool moms online kind of talk about their pain points and stuff that's really hard they'd love solutions to. And one of these points that I've recently written down, someone said, finding time for everything. Like, how do I, the most difficult part about homeschooling is finding time for everything else. It's maybe not even the homeschooling, it's the everything else category. And she mentioned errands grocery shopping, cleaning, etc. So that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode because I've got some great hacks, tips, inspiration for you you might not have thought about. I've been homeschooling for over a decade. My oldest kids are in high school and I do have a five soon to be six-year-old at the little at the bottom. So I've got five kids. So they're quite spanned in ages. I do work um, like from home on different side businesses. I teach piano lessons. I have an Etsy shop. Of course, I'm I'm doing a blog and that kind of thing. So I mean, I have a lot of plates to juggle. My husband is a pastor, so he's in full-time ministry. And that adds a whole nother dynamic to our life because, um, you know, you got to be available all the time. There's a lot of commitments and volunteer things to be done. So I know the struggle with all of these things like homeschooling. Okay. I can handle homeschooling, but how do I do the rest of my life? And then if you're an introvert, like I am homeschooling wipes you out. And you're kind of like, I don't even care about the dust bunnies in the corner anymore because I've just had too much people time. I need to lay down, (laughs) you know, don't feel bad if this is you, but you've got to find your balance. And this is why I talk about homeschool with moxie that crazy word from the 20s and the 30s that talks about, you know, finding your niche, being persevering through hard times and just finding your groove. That's why I talk about finding your groove because you are not the same as your best friend who's homeschooling or the girl on the internet who's talking to you via podcast or blog, right? But all you can do is take what works, throw out the rest, and find your own journey through homeschooling. Every family is going to look different because your kids are unique. They're not the same as my kids. So I'm going to give you some tips, tricks, hacks, if any of these work for you, grab them and use them. If they are do not work, just throw them right away. It's fine. But I hope that this will help you. If you're resonating with this, oh yeah, the worst part of homeschooling is finding time for everything else, then this podcast is for you. So let's jump right in. Here's point number one. This doesn't sound amazing and this doesn't sound like it's gonna solve all your problems right away, but I really think it's a great exercise for everyone to do is a time analysis. This sounds so boring, doesn't it? But most of us are like, we don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to do this or this or this. We actually have a ton of time. Do you know how many hours are in a week? 168 hours. And I learned this mindset shift by reading Laura camp's book, 168 Hours. I will link to this and all the other things I mentioned at the show notes, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash 27. But here's the thing. We're so used to thinking of our time in blocks of 24 hours in days. And so if you have a terrible day, it's unproductive, the kids weren't cooperating, school was terrible, or you didn't get other stuff done, you think, oh, I'm a failure. We've got to stop thinking of our days and more think of them As weeks, 168 hours in a week. If you take away how many hours you're sleeping, and if you get a nice eight hours sleeping every night times seven, that's 56. You still have over a hundred hours. And if you homeschool, you, you just see what I mean. Like you take out, okay, what do I definitely do? You will find, you will probably be really surprised that you have much more time than you think. I certainly felt this way when I did my own mini time analysis. And I decided like, wow, even if we homeschool from 10 to 2 or 9 to 1 or whatever kind of chunk we want to do, we have got a ton of time to do other things. I actually have a lot of time. And most of our problems is not that we don't have time, it's that we don't use the time we have productively. So there's a there's maybe a whole other issue here. We Maybe we can do another podcast on productivity hacks. But you won't know what your time looks like till you do a time analysis. So find out, you know, maybe there are things in your life that are really taking too much time out of your week and if you can cut them or shrink them, it's really going to help you feel like you can find time for everything else in your life. So that's number one, do a time analysis and I will stick some resources in the show notes. Number two, my best tip would be to batch. Batch stuff. If you need to find time for everything, You can't be switching gears all day long. Like homeschool, okay, now I got to do this. Like you can't do cleaning and shopping and chores and laundry and then homeschooling and then working. And, you know, you can't do it all in one day and feel sane and feel productive. Um, Our minds cannot switch that quickly between things and do a good job with it. So batching is a great way to do it. If you go grocery shopping on Friday, spend Friday evening or Saturday and do all the meal prep for the week, chop up the stuff, you know, put the stuff in the freezer, cook up the meat, like do what you need to do. So that the rest of the week, you don't have to do food prep. Like you just throw it into the crock pot and you're good. Now I'm going to be very transparent and say, I don't always do this, but I know that it's the best thing. Cause when I do, my weeks are amazing. So I, I'm not perfect at following my own advice, but I just know it does work because when I do it, it works. So batch it. Don't like clean every day, batch it or you're going to find yourself going crazy. When I do podcasts, I like to batch them. So I might record 5 or 6 in a day and I'm good for a month. That's so much better than every week feeling like, "Oh my goodness, I have to do another podcast." Or blog post or when I'm creating for my Etsy shop, I do a lot of batching. So it makes so much more sense to get a whole bunch of housewares out in my lawn, get the spray gun out and do them all in one color, get them, get 20 pieces done in one afternoon And then batch list them all one evening. It makes so much more sense than doing one piece. Okay. List that one piece. Okay. Do another piece. All right. List that piece. Do you see what I mean? That's not productive. So the second point I'm going to say is to batch anything that's like, any like things with like, what can you do where you get a whole month worth done at a time? And then you're going to be like, wow, I already got that thing done. I don't need to think about it for another month. See if you can batch paying bills, meal prep, cleaning, anything like that. It's going to make your life much easier. That's point number two. Point number three is chores and laundry. Now this I get really picky about because I have met real people in my life whose kids are as old as I am. And a lady told me she was amazed that how come I don't like, I must have a lot of laundry to do. And I said, well, actually the kids do all their laundry. I really don't have much laundry to do. I just do my own and my husband's and everyone actually does their own. And she was flabbergasted. She said, what? I did my kids' laundry. They lived at home through college. I did their laundry all the way through college until they moved out on their own. And I thought, whoa, I am not going to be that mom. And I do not encourage you to be that mom. Listen, your kids are at home. They can be doing laundry. So if you feel like you don't have time to do laundry, Get your kids involved and they need to do their own. I will link to a post I have about this and I'll put it in the show notes at 41 more.com forward slash 27. Listen, another point is chores. If you find yourself always emptying the dishwasher or always vacuuming or whatever, you have got to enlist your kids. They're at home. You're homeschooling. They're learning life skills. This is part of their education and it's not a waste of time. And yes, the bathroom will not get cleaned as well as you'd like, but it's still going to be learned and they're still going to do it and they're eventually I like to think that their wives sometime in the future will thank me for having them learn how to do these chores so I would definitely say get the kids involved because then you don't feel like in your free time you've got to do all the chores and all the laundry right the point is working yourself out of a job as the homemaker giving all your kids the responsibilities of these things okay that's point number three Point number four, how do you find time for everything when you're homeschooling? Definitely shop online. Listen, most of you probably have a grocery store that has a online pickup option. I was doing this with a local grocery store recently. It wasn't the greatest customer service, I got to tell you, and the prices weren't the best in town, but I did it because it saved me time. However... My Walmart recently started doing the pickup, which is amazing. And you might be saying, oh my word, we've had that for five years. Well, I live in a rural area and it took our Walmart all the way till now, 2019, to finally start online shopping and pickup. And it is amazing. I'm going to be doing a post soon about my experience with this. And so I'll link to it when that's ready. But you have got to try it out. If you're walking through Walmart with your kids every week, oh yeah, you're spending a lot of time out shopping. Now, maybe some of you love it, you adore it, and you love the experience for your kids to to shop with you and maybe it's the way you relax. Then keep doing it, sister, you're good. But for the rest of us who can't stand shopping and we feel like we can't find time for anything else, definitely shop online. I'm going to stick a code in my show notes and if you have not shopped Walmart online pickup before, you can use my code and I believe it gives you $10 off. So I hope that code works for you and I'll stick it in the show notes. Definitely shop online. I wouldn't be shopping in the store very much if you can help it because that's going to give you more time. And here's the last point. The homeschool mom that said, okay, the hardest point of part of homeschooling is finding time for everything else. I guess this is in the the context of you know guard your school time, all right. Make a school time. It doesn't have to be really strict and stringent. You don't have to say we're starting at eight o'clock when the bell rings. Like that's silly. But you know, generally, like we kind of start when we get started. Some of my kids start earlier because they're older. I do not get up early, and when I get up, then I can start the younger kids. And, you know, we kind of school in the morning and around lunchtime, we start finishing up and some kids are done at noon, some are done at one, some teenagers might take longer because they have more on their plate. But basically the point is focus in on school when it's school and when it's not school, enjoy yourself. That's your time. That's your time to do your side hobby, your side hustle, your housework, your, you know, whatever you need to do to recharge. This is your time. My kids had a poem they had to learn when they were little with one of our curriculum and it was so cute and it's so true. It was work while you work, play while you play. This is the way to be happy each day. All that you do, do with your might. Things done by halves are never done right. And I have found that with homeschooling, if I'm trying to homeschool and like answer email and try to like do stuff in the house and whatever, it's... It gets all complicated and people get, you know, everyone gets frustrated because we're not all mentally there. But if you carve out and you say, okay, we are going to totally focus on what we need to get accomplished today with school. And as soon as school's over, we stick it away and we enjoy our hobbies and we read and we go outside and we do our activities or whatever. If you can go ahead and let yourself have the freedom to be 100% all there while you're schooling and then be 100% all enjoying the rest of your life when you're not schooling i think you'll find that you actually have more time than you think don't let everything run into each other or you or there is a the low grade frustration that can happen when you've got you know homeschooling happening you're trying to cook and you're trying to this and you're trying to do too many things at once go ahead and let yourself be all in the moment focus enjoy give it your all and teach your kids to do this because some of us pretend we're multitaskers, but most of us, we actually can't multitask. I mean, sure. You can listen to this podcast while you fold laundry, but it's because folding laundry, you don't have to think. But you can't do two things where you have to think at the same time. I've tried to tell my teenagers this who they think they can watch a video and also do their schoolwork or something. And I'm like, no, you actually can't because you can't do two mental things at the same time. So really, this is what you need to do. And you need to give your school time its spot in the day and then enjoy the rest of your 168 hours in the week. So the most difficult aspect of homeschooling, if it's finding time for everything else, hopefully some of these tips will help you. And you know... One last little bit I will say is you do not have to do it all. If you are under the impression that you have to do it all, your home has to be like in the better homes and gardens and you better be cooking from scratch and you better be, you know, taking your kids to 50 extracurricular activities this year. No, you don't have to do it all. And maybe you don't feel like you have time because you're just doing too much. So that's another aspect to consider, but I'll leave you with that little tip from a homeschool mom who has, you know, maybe overdone her schedule a time or two and learned a few things along the way. So I hope this really does help you. If you'd love to join our free online class, you can find the 10 truths to crush homeschool burnout. If you go to 41more.com forward slash burnout. Show notes for today's episode are at 41more.com forward slash 27. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.